For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Shane Told. This is Lead Singer Syndrome, a podcast where I talk to other lead singers about what it's like to be the front man or front woman of a band, or in this week's guest's case, bands, many bands. Andy Sizek is here. I call this guy a vocal god because he is super good. He knows what he's doing. He has pretty much every voice under the sun. This guy can do it. And he's got the resume to prove it. He's in bands like Monuments and Macari and Termina and Wander. That's just a few, and there's more coming all the time. As I'm recording this, there's a new Termina EP. There's a new Monument single. Uh, Stuff is coming out all the time, and of course, you can find him on Twitch, doing all kinds of stuff on there as well. This guy is active, and he is super humble, super kind. This is exciting stuff. I love that I get to have Andy Sizzik on the program right now. Before we get into that, well, I mentioned Twitch. Andy's on there. I'm on there too. And I have brought this podcast to life, not just in the audio sense anymore, but also in the video sense, live on Twitch. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am on there live with a guest this week coming up i've got randy from we were sharks and pretty massive news huge news actually the week after that april 6th 3 p.m eastern standard time 
Jacoby Shaddix of Papa Roach will be joining me live on Twitch as well. What a guy. What a career. I cannot wait to pick his brain. Don't worry. That will be here on the audio side of things. However, it would be really cool, wouldn't it, to check that out live, be able to interact with me and Jacoby, ask some questions if you want. And of course, you know, it's unedited. It's a little bit different than what ends up here, super polished. It's a good time over there on Twitch. So I encourage you all to head over there and follow me. Remember, it's completely free and it's a lot of fun. Twitch.tv slash Shane Told. It's that easy. Head over there. Twitch.tv slash Shane Told. If you do want to support the show and you want bonus episodes, bonus content, you want to be a part of a great community and get some merchandise and all that good stuff, also check out the All Access Club, leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. We have well over 400 members. Welcome to all the new members and all the old members from all over the world. I love my sinners. Thank you so much for all of that support. And of course, don't forget every Wednesday live on Twitch. Also, me and Mike Howell are doing New Noise Live, talking about all the new music that comes out every single week. Mike is a goddamn expert on all this stuff, and it's great to have him. And of course, yes, this comes out on podcast form every Friday, but don't miss it live on Twitch as well. Every Wednesday, we're trying to stick to a regular time. Of course, it's more difficult when two people have to coordinate. It looks like 6 p.m. Eastern time is what we're doing every Wednesday. Again, twitch.tv slash Shane Told. So don't miss that. Anyway, we got a great episode this week. And this guy is fascinating. And this guy is talented. Here it is. My conversation with Andy Sizik. with Andy Sizek. All right. What's up, Shane? Dude, this is cool, man. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. This is a dream come true, for real. Oh, man. That's really nice of you to say, man. I, uh, it's great because, you know, like I have talked to so many lead singers, you know, over the years. I've been doing this podcast for like five years. And, I know, man. You know, I was watching, you know, like your YouTube tutorials and, oh, you know, I've shit. seen you do Twitch where you have people, you know bring their vocals to you and you kind of like rate them or give them some tips and stuff like that yeah and you know um you're like you're like a true you're a guru you know like you're a you know what you're doing i don't know what i'm a hack man i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) oh wow stop it right there man you are as proficient as they come (laughs) it's funny though i did see i think you were you were talking about fry screaming on youtube and one one of your videos and, and you had like a, first of all, you have such a great personality, man. I love watching your shit <laughs> oh, on YouTube. Dude. Back He's, at you, man. Seriously. That's very kind. It's, Thank it's, you. It's, you're very entertaining and personable, and I, I really like that about you. But, <laughs> you're um, sweet. Thanks. But here we go. This guy goes so hard. Love this dude. There you oh, go. Oh, thanks, Ninja Shark. Maybe maybe What's he's talking about quick? me. We don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, either way. Either way. 
but you but you put you know you had like these are the bands that use fry screaming and i see like the list and i'm sure. reading it i'm reading it and then i go silverstein wait that's me <laughs> i do that and i'm like do i do that i don't know if i do that <laughs> oh hell yeah you do that man i learned from you i just whether you i just scream teach me or not yeah i just scream i don't know but man this is um this is great man um Andy Sizik, and I apparently I'm saying your name correctly. Dude, you're very impressed. You're it. It's amazing. I can't believe it. Thank you. I'm good yeah, I names. get all kinds of different mispronunciations. You nailed it. Do people do people mispronounce the name of your project, Wander? Oh, the, all the very time, German dude. way. V- w- Wander. Yeah, Wanda. yeah. I get like uh, Wonder. People think it's like a U. Yeah. Um, we used to just be called regular Wander, but then there was like a trademark issue with another group and. We just had to uh, make a split decision to, you know, turn that A upside down. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Everyone's doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was the only way we could. We were actually on tour at the time and our our, like social medias got torn down by the other wander. And we were like, fuck, what are we going to do? So it was just kind of like a snap choice and we rolled with it. Yeah, it makes sense, though. I mean, there is for life. There is like a certain amount of. Like I, the old, the old, the band that like first did this was like Lincoln Park, right? They spelt their name like that so they could get LincolnPark.com. That one know, looks cool, though. I, mean, I like that one. Uh, I know you've done a Lincoln Park cover before, so I'm, I know you're <laughs> yeah. a fan of the band. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not a huge Lincoln Park guy. I think fair, I just I missed the boat on it. I'm too old, but but no, like I just always think it's funny when it's when like you do that. Like, is the name that is Lincoln Park that good a name? I've never really thought about it, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's just catchy. You know, you remember right. it easily. Wander's <laughs> not the best to Google with the V, but whatever, man. Well, that's that's what I was going to say, though. I feel like it's probably almost better. Because, like, I, if you Google I, Wander band, like, I feel like a bunch <laughs> of shit would come up. But if you if you at least put that V in there, that's you a know, good point. maybe, I don't know. The silver lining, you can find it in anything. That's, so that's I'll what take I it in the V. Yeah, that's what I do, man. Well, this is great. Um, yeah, thanks for doing this. Hello, everyone in the chat on Twitch here. If you're listening, hey, what's to, up, guys? If you're listening on the podcast later, we uh, you should come on Twitch. I do these things every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you're an Eastern Standard Time guy, aren't you, Andy? I am. I have been a an Eastern guy for life. So yeah, you're talk to me about that. So you're you're from Maryland originally. You live in Florida now. Actually, I no longer live in Florida. Oh. I have, have returned to my hometown of uh, Frederick, Maryland since the pandemic. Well, you were, were you turning into Florida man and you had to get out of there before? Uh, I was getting a little Florida E, you know, starting <laughs> to grow some weird tendencies. And uh, no, I, it just our lease was up and I, I was living with the uh, Macari bandmates at the time. Yeah. Um, and everyone just had different trajectories on what what they were going to do. Uh, moving forward for living plans and i missed my family so yeah um yeah i just came back here it, it wasn't a big deal we do so much online writing that it was cool so well for sure i mean that's the thing right and you know i have so many questions for you i don't know where to jump in but maybe uh, let's get to that later let's talk about your early days first so you're from maryland um you know a lot of people first heard about you when you were doing uh, like the Sumerian records oh, yeah. vocal audition and all of a sudden mm-hmm. people are like, holy shit, this kid can sing. But I don't, I want to know what happened before that. I, I haven't found a whole lot of information, you know, about like Andy Sizik, the kid, you know, like Good. growing up, you and say you're Mr. That way. Oh, is that, is, are you, <laughs> oh, no, are you a little secretive? Just kidding. 
Because, no, no, no. Of course not. I'm an open book, man. Oh, cool. Um, well, you know, but, I don't know. I, I haven't read that much about it, so I'm just curious. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, what was it like for you growing up? What was your, you know, your family structure like and all that? Uh, first of all, very thoughtful and kind of you to ask. I appreciate that. Um, my story is not super unique. You know, uh, my parents are still together. So are mine. Um, I, I grew up being kind of the weird introvert, got bullied a lot in school, uh, did, did the talent show, um, and started to come out of my shell with music. Um, I guess when I was like 15 or 16 is when uh, I started singing. I was like a big video game nerd. And uh-huh. um, that, that there was that game Rock Band. Yeah. Um, where it was like, you know, cover these songs. I think you guys have some songs. Um, Maybe, yeah. But anyway, I, I sort of learned to sing that way uh, through That's through wild. gaming. It was like my excuse because I was too shy to naturally just go for it. But I always, I kind of knew I had it in me. You know, I could like hear it. I could feel it. Um, but I was terrified. So, yeah, you know, I just kind of stepped in that way and got my feet wet in the, the nerdiest way possible. So, yeah, well, I know you play other instruments, too, a little bit. I know you, bit, vocals yeah. are your main thing, but, you know, you have a little, you got some guitar skills. I mean, it's hard when you're in a band like Monuments. Like, right, right. Dude, I mean, does oh, any, man, do any I of us am... play guitar compared to those guys, right? Like <laughs> nothing, you yeah. know. Uh, my my dad's a guitar player. My okay, my dad okay. uh, also plays rock and roll music. Um, so he bought me a guitar when I was a kid. And before I started singing, I was just you know playing "Smoke on the Water" on a Fender Squire. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that that gave me a good foundation. I took lessons and uh, learned a lot uh, just about melodies and stuff. And once I took that leap into singing, I was sort of like slacking off on guitar. I was like, forget it. I'm gonna do vocals instead. Um, yeah. So just joined a few bands here and there, local bands, and uh, I did my first tour when I was 18. I was just in some like easy core pop punk thing, and um, yeah, called? just baby steps from there. We were called Littlefoot. Littlefoot. Can yeah. Is, can we? Is yeah. there any Littlefoot music online? Is it available? Uh, I almost wish that I didn't say that because I'm so <laughs> embarrassed by yes, it. Yes, I got him. <laughs> but it's out there. Yeah, you could probably still find a, a couple songs. I love it with your boy. That's no, that's awesome. Oh my God! Like Land Before Time. I think that was the reference. I I uh, I joined the band as the second singer, which is something I guess I've had a tendency of doing, replacing <laughs> singers. So that was a little bit of foreshadowing. Absolutely, but no. What I was going to say about Rock Band is is it's it is an interesting thing, um, you know, and you know, with Guitar Hero before it, that did put an interesting. Um, you know, it gave kids like this weird gateway into guitar playing and then rock band was even more kind of real, especially with the drums because, and oh, vocals yeah. too, because like if you can play drums to rock band, you pretty much can play drums to the actual that song. That one was legit. The drums were actually like pretty close. The guitar is a bunch of buttons, I know. not the same, I but know. yeah, no dude. I mean, I, I wonder how many other nerds like me, uh, found some sort of musical talent through those video games. I mean, I just, uh, again, I, it was an excuse. I always wanted to do it, but the game sort of allowed me to do it in my own comfort zone. Yeah, no, totally. So, okay. So your dad's a guitar player. You, 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 you got your own guitar, uh, Fender Squire. There you go. Who didn't yeah. have a, fr- who didn't have a Fender Squire as their first guitar. 
So, okay, so what, did you did you take lessons? Did you go full, like, I don't know how old you are, but did, was YouTube a thing at this point? Like, how did you yeah, learn? Yeah. Uh, so I'm 28, believe it or not. Uh, um, and when I uh, got my first guitar, I think I was probably 10 or 11. Okay. So, um, no YouTube, so no YouTube. So, yeah, yet. like, I took lessons at our uh, local music shop for a couple years and learned how to be, like, a competent rhythm guitar player. Um, I could play power chords. That was basically it. Uh, I had a good enough ear that I could learn any like, you know, stuff <laughs> sure. like that. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was a gateway into, um, I actually met, uh, some of the guys in my band wander, uh, by joining like a smaller crappier, you know, we were probably like 16. Um, and I was the rhythm guitarist and clean vocalist. Um, we loved the Devil Wears Prada and bands like that that were that were just doing that. You know what I mean? It was like a new thing to so us. So you were Jeremy. Yeah, I was the Jeremy. <laughs> I really I wanted to be Jeremy. Shout out to yeah. Jeremy, a good good buddy. You get of mine. it. You get it. Yeah. One of the best. Um, but you know, uh that gradually just became you know, I evolved into just doing vocals because that's where I felt most at home and um I don't know. I just wanted to put my all into one thing. Absolutely. No, I mean I mean that's the thing too that happens, right? Like vocals are no one no I don't think a lot of people start out at least singers that kind of quote unquote make it. Almost none of them really start out as singers. It's a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, I hear that a lot actually, especially in our our genre. It's it's not the first thing that most people are comfortable with. Uh, just picking up. Yeah. So, okay. So you, you know, you got these skills in whatever, you know, and, and you say you're 28 now. Um, if, if my math serves me, you, when you were making that Sumerian, you know, vocal tape <laughs> um, audition, you were like 23 at that point, 22, 23. Sure. Yeah. So I honestly don't even remember how long ago it was. So but I'm like, you know, room. you weren't like 15. You know, yeah, you, there was no, a like. There's a period of time ish. there. There, my, my point. Of my point of this question is like, there was a point of time there where like you were doing adult shit. Like, did you go to school? Did you, you know, were you yeah. doing? Because, because obviously, like, you were in bands and stuff, but nothing really panned out for you until sure. relatively later. You know, mm-hmm. for some, a lot Absolutely. of people were like, you know, they're fifteen, sixteen, and they're, you know, I think about like Caleb Shomo and guys like that, like super young thrust into this dude i know i thought about caleb all the time i still do i'm like man he was 16 on warp tour what the fuck um i can't believe he's not dead dude he has persevered amazing yeah. amazing vocalist. Still a great dude, um too. but um yeah no uh again thanks for asking man it's a very thoughtful question uh i went to a trade school first i tried college for a semester and i hated it, it wasn't for me um, and then I went to a trade school for audio production and engineering. Okay. Um, and it was just like an intensive program for a year, like uh, nine hours of class every weekday, um, learning the fundamentals of sound. We got to fuck around on big consoles like the Neve. Um, and it was great. It taught me the foundation for everything that, that I do now. Um, vocals are obviously the most important thing, but a huge side of my success, I guess, is the ability to record and um, engineer my own stuff. Yeah. So that once I, I had the confidence to start doing that, you know, I went out and like bought like Logic Express and a pod when I was really young and superior yeah. drummer and just, yeah. 
you know, doing that and going to school, um, it helped me learn how to uh, to record. And I, I produced the, the first Wander record that way. So that was like right. how right. Uh, I did it in my bedroom, basically. And um, that got my foot in the door, gave me more confidence to to do the next thing. And um, yeah, like I said, not a lot of success, but then the Sumerian thing, um, I did not expect much from that. You know, it was just hmm. uh, a fun thing to do. And I thought maybe it would be a good way to get my name out there. Um, and I submitted my audition kind of late. I just sort of winged it. Um, and yeah, I mean, the response was stupid. Good. And it's like my, my biggest breakthrough was losing a contest. I, I always say, um, <laughs> Oh, you didn't win. No, I, okay. So what was it even what for? I, was told- I still like, I don't even understand the context <laughs> of why this, cause I understand an audition tape for yeah. a, a specific band maybe, but like for a label. Sure. Weird. Basically, uh, the label was saying, we've got a super group of other uh, musicians from different bands on Sumerian Records. I'm not telling you who it is, but cast your audition out there. Um, And so I did mine late. I was told that they selected someone before I even uploaded mine. Um, I don't know if that's true or false. It doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, they, they made some music. I think that vocalist left. And then they're they're back now. They're called In Motive. Um, okay. It's really it has nothing to do with me though. At this point, you sure. know, like I, I was never affiliated with them, and we never spoke. Um, hopefully, they don't hate me for accidentally like pulling the steam out of you know what what became <laughs> of of the group. Uh, I just wanted to get my name out there and um, make make something cool and uh, yeah it exceeded my expectations. I, I'm really happy with uh, how everything turned out. No, 100%. I thought it was interesting watching the audition video because I, I think I saw it a while back, but I watched it again today. You don't do any screaming <laughs> oh, in man. it, right? Is there any uh, screaming say, at all in it? Oh, uh, no, no. It's it's just uh, singing and I guess, you know, I do the distorted vocal gritty notes. Yeah, yeah sure. That was a new thing for me at the time. Um, you know, the like that that part uh it was like something new i had learned from listening to other bands and i was just like keen on trying it in in a song yeah no but it's crazy because you're 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 known so much for your screaming now where you didn't really come from that right like wander i don't know wander has any screaming either it's you know it's uh you know and and you've transitioned into you know uh, uh other genres where maybe people seeing that or wouldn't have thought you had that in you and now you've proved yeah. a, an extreme amount of versatility thank you so much man that that means the world coming from you i appreciate that um yeah i i uh i couldn't scream for a long ass time dude like i yeah, i could barely sing for a long ass time let's be real like when we're first starting out no idea what you're doing you know just losing your voice yelling and shit um what happened to me was when I was when I was young, I was just blowing out my voice all the time, right, at shows, and I actually like experienced some vocal damage. I I oh, wow. got like small nodules, you know what nodules are, yeah, uh, at at kind of a young age. Um, so I went to speech therapy, and they cor- they said you've been breathing completely wrong, mm-hmm. and doing this completely wrong, this this and this. And um, from then on, I took it really seriously. I took like six months off. The nodules went away, completely cleared up. Uh, and from then, I was just obsessive about 
learning vocal technique. So it was like a good warning, a wake up call for me to be like, Hey, you know, you should stop trying to be like, Ooh, natural talent and maybe learn something because it'll keep you from fucking your shit up. Um, and then that also just made me, uh, progress and, uh, you know, level up as a, a vocalist. Every time I heard something that I couldn't do on a record, I was like, I got to figure out how to do that. How do wow. I, how do I do? And I just became obsessive over, you know, the rabbit hole of techniques and all this stuff, you know, chest voice, head voice, what's your range tenor or, or, or whatever, um, fry and false chord screaming. Um, yeah, it was just like a 10 year journey, I guess. Um, and it's still going. I'm still learning. It's amazing, right? Because with with you know, when you're talking about any other instrument, that's kind of what everyone does. Like everyone learns various techniques, you know, and they practice them and they know like when you're talking about guitar, like you know what a slide or, or a hammer on is or like yeah. you know, a bend, right? But like there are so many people that are singers and believe me, I've talked to like 250 of them that are like, I don't know, I just kind of get up there and I do my thing. Oh you know? my God, I know. And, and it's, I hear and that it, all the time. And these are these are professionals. These are, you know, uh, legitimate singers and some of them are amazing vocalists. Of course. That they really don't have any idea what they're doing, but they're doing it. I envy it. that so much because everything I do is extremely premeditated and practiced and thought out. I am not really a, <laughs> a wing it type of person. Right. So I envy that. I envy the people that I don't really warm up. I just go up there and hope for the best and then they kill it. I'm like, what the fuck is in your blood, man? <laughs> I'll admit I am what much more that. that oh, I know, person. dude. I, I've listened to quite a few of your of, of this podcast. Right. I, I just checked out the one with Luke. Shout out to Calling All Captains. I oh yeah. We did yeah. a tour with them actually. Um Yeah, he he's actually anyway. pretty well he had a pretty good um take on some of the you know vocal technique and stuff too he's he's a little more on your yeah, side i loved hearing you guys talk about range and you know who he uses to warm up and, and everything um but yeah yeah you're you're one of those people that you said you didn't even really know your vocal range and i was like blown I, I, away by I still, that like I, I mean i know kind of the notes like where yeah, i have to cut you're myself a off for, for the record okay you thank you yeah. I'm a 10. I'm a 10. Or, oh, dude, you're uh, a 10 or out of 10. <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a weird thing, right? Like so many people, they aren't, they aren't really singers. And like a lot of us come from like punk rock where, I don't know. It's, it's not just, it's not always about the, the nuts and bolts of it as much as there is the, about the feeling and, and the, you know, the emotion and yep. what you're saying, which seems like that's also something that you're really good at too. <laughs> mm, thank you, man. Uh, it's the beauty of, of punk and emo and just wearing it on your sleeve. You know, all of that sort of goes hand in hand, the lyrics and the way you sing. It's, it's not like opera, you know, it's, it's um, just, it's more primal than that. So yeah. naturally it's not, it's, it's more about the sum of the parts and not about all this technical shit. Um, but still, the technical shit helps. You know, it's good to have a mix of uh, uh, punk and um, technique, I guess. Yeah. So okay, so okay, so you do this audition tape thingy, and you know, you get a little bit of notoriety there. And I, you know, I read a headline that said Andy Sizik finally gets in a big band. 
you know, um, and and with monuments, I guess was was the right. first one. A band the is, only one. <laughs> no. Well, well, yeah. Well, there's Macari too, but you know, monuments. You know, you join this join this band. They've been around a long time. They've got a lot of music. They're from the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to me about how that all happened and what it felt for you to like finally be doing this, you know, in your, I guess, getting into your late 20s and just the pressure that is kind of on there too for you. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of have a lot to say about that, actually. Please um, do. That's why we're here. So um, basically, uh, the Wander stuff that was that was going okay, but I wanted more. Um, we did a tour with Makari when they had another singer, and then that singer didn't work out. They hit me up, and when I joined, it was like pure chemistry. Um, shout out to the Makari boys for for accepting me into the band, and um, that really just changed my life because I it was like a step. Everything is a stepping stone, and um, so yeah, I was doing Makari for a while, but I've always wanted to do metal, always like. It's just something that I, it's my passion. You know, at the end of the day, heavy music is still my favorite and awesome. um, doing the, the metal frontman thing and screaming and um, leaving all the angry emotions out there. Uh, it was it just always appealed to me. Um, so that's why I started doing a lot of YouTube covers and trying to showcase my skills and what I can do. Um, and I think uh, it was Ollie. Uh, Ollie Steele, the guitar player, uh, one of the guitar players of Monuments, uh, he discovered me on YouTube, and we just sort of became online friends for a, for a bit, for a couple years. Um, you know, met up at a show or two, um, and gradually he would confide in me. You know, like I, I, I'm not sure if it's going to work out with our current singer. What are you doing? Would you be down to fill in for something? And I was just like, dude, anytime. You guys fucking need me. I love monuments. Um, Sick. I'll be there. You know what I mean? So that didn't really pan out for a while. It was a long time before finally, you know, they let their singer go. And then it was just like, dude, we have a South Africa tour booked. <laughs> Can you fill in? I had never even left North America. Um, wow. I've never I, even been to South Africa. And I've been to oh, like dude, 60 it, countries. I'm so lucky. I, yeah. I just have to, like, I'm insanely lucky. Um, but it was like being, you know, I went from playing to like 50 to 100 kids a night to like 500 plus, you know, or whatever on average. And that was like, I was so nervous and basically playing these shows and in my head, like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, don't fuck up um, mm-hmm. for a while until I started to get like my my legs for it. Um after the South Africa thing, I was like, I really need to like buckle down because if I'm going to be doing long ass sets of screaming and singing, it has to be sustainable. So, um, I bugged Melissa cross the, the mother of screaming, you know, who she is. Of course. I, I, I do know Melissa. I, she taught me a few lessons. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So she called me back finally and, and gave me like the greatest, you know, vocal knowledge of my life. Uh, and I took that and, uh, practice on that and and um yeah then monuments did a few more tours we did the european thing we went to india um Wild. and i just proved I, I guess i like proved to myself over time that i could do it and it gave me a lot of confidence i went from being very timid on stage to just you know 
I got you motherfuckers in the palm of my hand. Let's go all death. Fuck it. Walking on hands and shit. Um, right. And it really just uh, opened me up in so many ways um, because I was doing a lot of melodic stuff, which I love. Um, what Macari is doing is like so fulfilling for me. I grew up listening to like a lot of post-hardcore dance, Gavin dance and stuff. But um, there was that other facet of wanting to do metal that I just couldn't ignore. And I had like tried out for volumes and stuff back in the day and a few other metal bands didn't pan out. So I was like, I'm, I'm aging. I'm, I'm (laughs) on the wrong side of my twenties. Is this going to happen? And uh, yeah, the monuments thing, uh, it was like the answer to my prayers. So um, really wild. And I'm super grateful. And those guys are like some of the most proficient metal musicians ever yeah and i'm just here making mouth (laughs) noises you know um along for the ride that's incredible man i i thanks for sharing all that in that story and yeah thanks for listening well yeah you know well sorry i'm just looking at this you know like were you guys not supposed to do a whole whack of touring uh in 2020 uh, you, yeah, you were, we had you were doing a like, North American tour schedule that fell through twice. Okay. Basically, the first time was like a visa manager snafu, mm. and then the second time was COVID. And then it was like, well, this isn't going to happen. Fuck. And uh, yeah, now we're all depressed. <laughs> yeah. That, it sucks. It's just interesting for you, you know, and, and this kind of goes for all your all your projects really is, you know, you have such a great... Uh, following and fan base on things like Twitch. Uh, you know, you've got your Working own, on. you know, stuff that you do on streaming services, you know, like Spotify, Apple Music and stuff. And not to mention your YouTube channel, which I think has over 100,000 followers as well. So that's all generating, you know, a fair amount of income to where, you know, you're able to sustain yourself probably fairly well. Whereas someone like me, I'm just getting into this Twitch thing. You know, obviously yeah. the podcast has, has done really well and stuff. So I have some other things, but mm-hmm. you know, there are people that have 95% of their income is coming from touring. So yeah. for you, oh, you know, yeah. not, you know, obviously, yeah, it's depressing, especially with you. Like finally, it's like, I want to go all these Dude, places. I know, that's the thing. I was like, I'm hitting my stride. Let's go. And right. Then right. COVID. Fuck. Um, dude, like I love doing, twitch and i love making content and recording and and all that stuff um and it makes me enough money to float by i'm not rolling in it by any means trust me uh but i got into music to perform and that's what makes me feel the most fulfilled and comfortable expressing my emotions um you know better than any words just speaking can um all I ever wanted to do was be on that stage. And so while I'm very grateful and, and stoked on all the online stuff that I can do, um, the lack of performing has left such a void in me. And it's mm. really tough. You know, income aside, uh, I all I want to do is is get back out there and play shows, you know. It, whether I'm making $2 or 2000 like, I don't care. You know, at this point, I just it's good for my soul. And that's the most important thing. Amen to that brother. 
Um, uh, you know, right. I'm preaching to the choir. I mean, you've been doing this for 20 plus years. Yeah, I have. Jeez, you yeah. said it out loud. It is. I'm it sorry. Has been I'm 20 sorry. plus years. It's crazy. It's, I know you, Shane. <laughs> it's and it's now. I just turned 40 uh, last month, and now happy late birthday, man. Oh, thank you, man. And now it's officially more than half my life I've been in Silverstein. That is fucking crazy. That's quite an accomplishment, man. Seriously, like. It is wild. Not a lot of musicians can say anything close to that. And you yeah. guys are still rocking and killing it. And Thanks, you've never fallen into obscurity. I don't know, man. You've really, you've, you've done a lot of amazing, amazing stuff. Well, thanks, brother. That's nice of you to say. Yeah, yeah you're very inspiring, man. You always have been. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Uh, well, here's the thing about touring, okay? And, and I know you've done, for your skill set, and for, you know, how long you've been doing it now, especially with the last, you know, like you said, about to hit your stride. But I remember, I read this in another interview you did, you have had some vocal issues uh, live, you know, um, oh, yeah, yeah. with, with it um, just being hard because I think, absolutely, you know, it's yeah. one thing to do it in the studio. It's one thing to do it in the comfort of your own Twitch camera setup or on youtube where there's editing or whatever it's another thing to be like all right we're playing six nights a week or more like you know i'm not getting sleep people are smoking in front of me oh my god yeah Uh, all the international stuff like the jet lag all that stuff factors in and for you who you know you take this so seriously this is your art. Your, your yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a recipe. Not. I don't want to say recipe for disaster because no, that's kind of on. intense. But you, you're very intuitive, man. Because when I'm on tour, although I love performing more than anything, it's also a very stressful thing to be yes. constantly worried about your voice. And that. because one in the studio, I push myself to the fucking limits every time because I got something to prove or I don't know. Um, it's just what I do. I always want to like express the peak of my abilities in, in on record and then like, Oh, live, I'll figure it out later. So (laughs) because I do stuff like that, because I do so much extreme vocals, the different, the switching, the screaming and the singing, um, it is something that I have to really keep an eye on and, um, you know, self-discipline. Like I can't just smoke a bunch of weed on tour and, um, you know, drink a lot. And I do, I just naturally have sleeping problems. So that's tough on its own. The diet thing, vocal rest, all that stuff is just swirling around my head all the time. Um, I always get it done. You know, there's, there's been a few times where I've, I've been like so sick that I couldn't perform, but, um, you know, for the most part, I'm very proud of, of all of my, uh, my live performances. I think that, um, because I take a lot of precautions and because I stress out about it so much, not saying that that's the best thing, but it keeps me in check. And, um, you know, there's other things you can do tune down a half step for, for yeah. the really high songs and stuff like that. Yeah. I have no issue doing that. Um, if I can still nail the song, that's the most important thing. Um, but yeah, dude, like I'm a perfectionist and I always want it all. So, um, I'm, I'm going balls out all the time and that can be to my detriment, you know, like I, I, you know, firsthand that, uh, singing and screaming for an hour and a half, uh, is a very taxing thing. Well, there's that part of it too, but then there's also like the running around 
and the oh, stage yeah. and the it, stage it banter and like yeah. all that stuff that that isn't there when you're in the studio even though like i can like if i'm in the studio and i got like a good mix that's another thing too hearing yourself properly but you mm-hmm. know if i've got a good mix in the studio um i can sing for hours without like literally starting to lose it sure i can't do that on stage yeah it's different yeah, dude it's a it's a whole different climate um there's so many factors like hearing yourself is, is a huge one obviously if if you can't hear yourself you will just over sing and blow your shit very fast um so the in-ear monitors were a huge thing for me yeah um but also like in the studio you can take breaks between takes and that allows like the swelling to subside um all of, all of the singing stuff it causes friction so when you're doing these songs in sequence, line after line, live with no breaks, jumping around, technique going out the window, um, it wears on you so much faster. So, like, I'm totally with you there. the The art of of studio recording and you know singing live they're so different, um, and I respect both of them. I think that there's something to say about knowing what you're doing and and what you can pull off in the studio, and then being able to pull it off live you know what i mean like finding your way around it or maybe like you know my bass player jay will back me up on these these lines that i can so i can pull away and take a break um all that stuff is important and uh i learned that the hard way you know i i used to try to be a hero and do it all not miss a single line not tune down you know, yeah. and then I would lose my voice on tour. So yeah, no, that yeah. that was that was Silverstein in the early days. Like we we had these, and we've thankfully we've lost this. I don't know if it's just getting old and jaded and not caring, or or what people say or whatever. But you know, at the beginning we were so like punk that oh yeah, we had to tune to E. Like it had to be E, or maybe drop D is fine. But like, dude, you guys played in E. I can't believe tuning that. down too low was lame or like double kick. No, no double kick was lame too. Like that's not punk man. So uh-huh. it, there were all these like kinds of rules we put in absolutely no keyboards, no synths, no programming. Like that's, that's what was like important in the beginning. Now we do all that shit except for di- save double kick. We don't do that. But yep. yeah, like I remember the third record we tuned down a half step. We decided we were going to try it. You know, for like a bit of a, you know, a bit of a darker sound or whatever. And then because we didn't have the luxury of bringing a whole bunch of guitars to switch back and forth between, you know, standard tuning and a half right. step down. We That's just played, a very common thing, yeah. Well, we played all the songs in half step. Right, exactly. And after yeah. that first show, I was like, we're never going back. <laughs> Dude, I was the same way. Makari did the same thing because we used to play in original key and then we started doing half step and it was like, wow, um... Once you realize that pride is just shooting yourself in the foot, you know, once you realize that, like, I think when we all start out, we just have something to prove and we want to, like, show off. And, you know, there's a certain amount of wankery, I think, is what I like (laughs) to call it. But then when you find yourself as a musician and you're more secure, you realize you don't need to to do that, you know, Um, play to your strengths. and And you're probably nailing it now, you know, without struggling all the time you know versus when you were trying to be a hero and <laughs> yeah you know not this we're too cool for this elitist like fuck that um yeah everyone's been there i've definitely been there but 
when you learn to relax and and let some stuff go, give yourself some slack, basically. For sure, You're, for sure. No, you there's... do a lot better. And that was my journey, you know, from, like you said, like having these vocal problems to progressing, you know, t- to what it is now where I'm a lot more comfortable. Um, it's still not easy. You know, I still stress about, I always will because I'm that kind of guy. But uh, I wouldn't have lasted as long as I, I have if I didn't give up some of that stubborn uh, you know, that pride. Yeah, for sure. No, someone's asking in the chat, what does tuning down do? And essentially all oh, it does uh-huh. is lowers the pitch that you have to sing. But, but we're talking about a half step, like literally one yeah. note, like the, you know, and it's amazing how just one half step lower makes so much difference. It's crazy. It's, it really preserves your voice. Yeah. And you know what? 90% of people don't even notice that you've tuned the song down a half a step like there are some astute musicians that are like oh okay lower tuning and then there's that one percent elitist asshole that's like wow lower tuning they can't do it fuck that you know um but nobody but can tell the majority is like oh shit they're performing this song really well and that's yes. it so yeah, no nobody can nobody can tell i don't think yeah. like if you're that's tuning down so a lot calm. maybe you can like i saw i saw black sabbath uh, a few years back Actually, it was my 35th birthday in Las Vegas. It was sick. And um, so Ozzy was up there. That's sick. And he's, you know, not doing a whole lot of moving around. But he sounded good. But there were were songs when you were like, okay, that original is in E. That note is like, that note's definitely like a C now. (laughs) Some are weird. There's definitely certain songs that maybe don't translate as well. And also like... You get older, maybe you're not tuning a half step, you're tuning a full step, and then it starts to become, okay, that sounds weird. Um, but I think, you know, in general, a half step is safe and responsible, and it's been, you know, that's common practice. So, it, yes, um, 100%. It, you you got to realize that touring is fucking hard, and, and you take the good with the bad, and, um, you know, don't let perfectionism get in the way of of having a good time and performing well. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's just something that I learned through trial and error and failure and all that good stuff. hundred percent, man. Dude, this is great, man. We got a good group here in, uh, on Twitch and this is really nice. Thanks everybody. Yeah, for, you guys are awesome. Thanks for everybody Thank for tuning guys. in. I remind you to follow Andy on, uh, on his own Twitch, Instagram, Twitter at Andy Sizik, C I Z, sorry, C I Z E K. We say Z in Canada, and I, I always, love Z. I always forget. Zed? I always forget which one is the American one and which one's the Canadian one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which I say anymore. Dude, I'm, say the one that, that feels the most badass. Zed. I like Z. Yeah. Zed, yeah. <laughs> it, it literally is the most annoying thing because the whole alphabet song all of a sudden doesn't rhyme <laughs> oh no right i didn't think about that one shit yeah Z. oh shit stop stop what you're doing my brain my perfectionist brain is exploding yeah it's too funny man a couple more things before i let you go thanks for doing this by the way man too uh, one thing that you you know you've become a little bit famous for is all the covers that you do, you know, in some of your projects and also on your own. Mm-hmm. And a uh, question I have for you, I'm sure lots of people have questions about covers. Is have you ever recorded a cover and decided, 
nope, couldn't pull this one off. I've, I'm canning this one. I'm not putting mm-hmm. it out. Has that yes, ever happened? Yes, I have. I have done that. What song? Uh, it was uh, a periphery song um, called Remain Indoors. Uh, it's on uh, Periphery 3, I think. Yeah, Periphery 3. Um, and I was mm-hmm. really inexperienced. This was probably back, like, right when it was released, which was many years ago. And I was not fully comfortable with my high range. I tracked it out, and I was like, this sucks. And, um, yeah, I just never released it. And you know what, man? Like, there are several covers of mine, old ones, that I would have, you know, done the same. Like, I look at them now, I'm like, this is crap. Um, <laughs> but you have to have those videos that aren't so good in order to start putting out videos that are pretty good. Um, if if I was afraid to put something out that was sort of shitty when I was starting out all the time, then, uh, you know, I wouldn't have put any content out at all. So, well, right, yeah, that's true. Canned, canned a couple that I was just not fully proud of. Um, you know, I can honestly say I'm not fully proud of many things I've put out in my past that people still like. So, uh, it, it's, it is what it is, you know, it shows progress and, um, you know, I, I try not to take myself too seriously, uh, because you're your own worst critic. <laughs> I'm just looking at the chat. I'm not laughing at what you're saying. It's just some, Dude, what some the very fuck, funny, man? very funny comments in here. Um, <laughs> yes, please, please ask us, ask Andy some questions. There's, there's already tons in here. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Shit. What's uh, my yeah, favorite you, recent if you, band? If you can see any, uh, yeah. If you want, I can highlight any. What, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, um, see, I don't see state that. of the mind. St- state of mind. Uh, my favorite recent band. I'd probably say Spirit Box. Uh, oh, thanks yeah. for saying hi to my cat. Um, what song do you rec- recommend me checking out? Uh, if you're a post-hardcore fan, check out Makari, um, the song Transient. I think that one will will vibe with you. If you like metal, uh, check out Monuments, Animus, or uh, my other band, Termina. Uh, we got a song called Lucid. You might like that. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, just... Few, that, those are the ones I, I've, I've seen. If you, if anybody has burning questions, feel free to pop them in. And there are always burning questions. Yes, Spirit <laughs> and Spirit Box does rip. Shout yeah, out to man, Courtney. I'm very she's, stoked she's for their the new best. album. Yeah, how was pulling off that cover? Um, it was interesting actually. I uh, I wanted to match her tone. You know what I mean? Um, but she's got a a different register than me, and those notes are more yeah relaxed and delicate so i had to sort of like adapt to this breathy um it was an experiment um to try to match courtney's tone but um yeah i'm happy with how it came out and and i think i learned a thing or two along the way um that's a good thing about doing covers man and and probably why i've i've grown so much as a vocalist is because every time i did a cover i had to push myself out of my comfort zone in some way whether i was covering chris cornell or Chester Bennington, or yeah. Tillian, you know, um, they all have these different qualities uh, in their voice, and and for me, it was about figuring it out. And and hmm. the cover was like a way to prove myself, like I can do this, and I can add it to my repertoire. Um, Love so that. yeah, every little every little cover just taught me something new about what I could do with my voice, and uh, yeah, that was like a kind of just a a happy. Um, byproduct of of wanting to get my name out of there yeah 100 percent. no you bring up tillian uh you know 
good friend of me, good friend of the show. Yeah. Those are some big shoes to fill. Insane, right? huge, high uh, range. We haven't talked yeah, about Macari all that much, have we? Um, Please, let's talk about it. Otherwise, yeah, they're going to kill me. Because, well, well no, I mean, that's just a crazy thing. Obviously, all of a sudden, you're stepping into stuff that's been recorded by, I mean, the guy's, the guy's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, Macari's definitely like pretty heavily influenced by DGD, for me at least. Um, Kurt Travis, their second second singer, was always my... You've, you've interviewed Kurt. Yeah, I love Kurt. Um, yeah, me too, man. But he was always my like huge, biggest inspiration for singing. Um, I grew up on uh, the two Kurt albums, the Death Star one and Happiness. Um, and then Tillian joined, and he took it to like a, an even higher level, literally. Um, and I just... I don't have that natural counter tenor range that he does, but I learned how to extend and stretch my range up into those notes, you know, with like a mixed belting sort of thing. Um, I couldn't have put that stuff into Macari if I didn't have those inspirations from, from people like Kurt or Tillian or whoever. Um, and so when I joined Macari, it was like a, a another step out of my comfort zone. You know, I wanted to, their last singer sang really high, and I had to sing those songs too. Um, yes. So adapt and, and then make that a part of the music moving forward. Um, and yeah, man, uh, dude, it did so much for me joining that band, and, and uh, it allowed me to push myself a lot. You know what I mean? Um, I guess like... Just because Wander is is so different, it's a it's a more comfortable place, and Makari was like, you know, shooting for the stars. Um, I had no choice but to, but to tread water, and um, yeah, it was like do or die, basically. Yeah, it's wild, man. What's next for you know you? Because there's been, correct me if I'm wrong, you've put out singles with your projects, but you haven't done a full album yet, have you? Um. So Macari, we've done a full length um, and an EP. Uh, Wander's got several, like a shitload of music out. But if you're talking Monuments, yeah, Monuments, we've only released one song with me on it. And it's been a while. Like I've been in the band almost two years now, I yes. think. Um, things move slowly and those guys are very, very busy often. Um, but now within the last probably three months we've been cracking down and writing uh the fourth monuments full length so the gears are turning um my other band with nick nocturnal i'm not sure if you know who he is but he's like a youtube guitar legend (laughs) um we're in a band called terminate together and we also have a full length on the way so i think that it's going to come out probably next month and then you can also expect a new monument single this month don't know when the album's gonna gonna be finished, but I can say for sure it's happening. Um, we just really want to take our sweet time, and um, yeah, hopefully it'll be sick. Awesome, man! I love it so much. This is yeah. exciting, man. This is exciting stuff. <laughs> I, I just, I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, and and I mean I don't know, you know those guys being from the UK, it's like it's looking good over there, right? They have their schedule of when they're opening stuff back up. Things definitely look better over there. If 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 I can get over there for like a a live stream or something, that would be that would be killer. 
Um, yeah, that's another thing you haven't done any of that, have you, with, with any of the no. bands? No, I haven't. It's tough, um, I guess, with everybody. Uh, Makari is planning something for Twitch, so stay tuned for that. Um, and then Monuments, not really like supposed to say much, but we're definitely looking into the idea of a full production live stream. Nice. I hope I hope it happens. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Thanks, man. And um, from Fret Slammer ninety four, how difficult was it to co- cover picturesque? Oh wow! Because uh, Kyle's Kyle's next level. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, man. Um, I want to clear the air about that. Uh, that shit was hard as fuck. Probably the <laughs> the most I've pushed my voice ever to reach high notes. Not in my natural range, but again, it was like a thing where I wanted to prove to myself that I could. Um, Kyle has a very unique voice. I think it's called Lagario Tenor, Lagario, something like that. Um, but basically, he's got a, nor- a normal talking voice, and then like his singing voice. It's like all the way up there. He can just do it. Yes. Um, so I don't have that in me, but like I've learned to do the upper extension. Um, but there's no fucking way I could sing that live. Um, no way. It's it's so, it's not easy. Um, yeah. And it, but he does it. I've seen. I, we've toured with them. And, we have and too. He, he does it. It's, it's pretty in, insane. It is. And actually, uh, speaking of picturesque, Kyle from picturesque is going to be here. In exactly one week, live on Twitch, oh, right here. Oh shit! Stay Kyle from tuned for that. So yeah, make sure you uh, lovely guy. You follow and you don't miss that because it's going to be really, it's going to be a, kind of a cool extension of this conversation, dude. Getting I into how have, much I don't know how tech, how much he knows technically he knows a good about bit. his I've voice. I've talked to him. Yeah, I'm fascinated by his voice. Actually, like, um, that was definitely an influence for like my my vocal grit and stuff like the the fry on the you know how you can like sing a note clean or you can sing it with like distortion and when i heard the way kyle sang i was like dude that is sick that is emotional and yeah it's dope so i gotta incorporate that um yeah he he's a different breed really cool style really cool vocal style yeah no awesome man well um there's your there's your handle live on the screen there. Andy Sizik A N D Y C I Z E K. Zed. Uh, there we go. Zed! Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I saw that in the, in the questions too. Sing sing uh sing the uh, ABC song and then when you get to Zed, just go full guttural. X Y Z yeah. <laughs> my neighbors are yelling at me oh, shit. i can't see you, you have this this like i guess it's just for you it's all like a just technical like okay i'm just gonna scream like if i'm gonna do that i have to like i don't know put my in-ears and flash some lights on me and like have a couple beers first to like get in the the Dude. mood like that's like i don't even know like something just I, tur- just changes in me and then I'm like performing. I I don't know if I, I could just do that and just start going like, Zod! like I can't even. I'm not. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. You have to be in the right mindset and, yeah. and you know the the stars and the adrenaline. And I am like that to a degree, but because I've focused so much on technique and like incorporating that into my everyday life, I basically talk the way that I sing and I scream. So my placement, <laughs> my the feeling is always there. You know. Um, wow. That being said, though, if my voice is in bad shape, if I've just woken up, if I haven't spoken all day or warmed up, I'm going to sound like ass. I won't be able to do it. You know what I mean? So, like, I definitely require quite a bit of preparation if I want to sound good as well. But I don't know. At the same time, um, 
I've just become so comfortable with, with the screaming thing that, uh, I can, you know, just bust it out like a stupid parlor trick and <laughs> it's good for Twitch, I guess. You know what I mean? I do, but it's I, not like the most marketable skill or anything. <laughs> just a little thing I can do. Yeah. I guess. No, don't I don't plan excited. on putting it on your on your uh, resume anytime soon. <laughs> My I resume. I mean, yeah. yeah, like if 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 it's I don't I'm not saying you're going to have to get a job at Home Depot or or anything, you know, <laughs> but but if you ever have to, you can probably leave that one out. Yeah, yeah, no, that one stays <laughs> on the Twitch stream. It stays with within you and me, man. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, like my parents for a long time, you know, just enduring that me spazzing out randomly and doing like bless them seriously. I, I they didn't let me just be in my room and make weird noises all day. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I would be doing. So, uh, yeah. It all just a comfortable thing for me over time. I love it, dude. Well, that's that's sweet, man. Well, I'm gonna uh, we'll sign off on the podcast side. Um, all right. I want to play a couple tunes for the people. Obviously, I'm not gonna play it right now for everyone on Twitch, but a couple tunes. What should I play? Obviously, I want to play the one, the one monument song. Yeah. Uh, do you have another favorite from you? You know your um. Yeah, yeah. Your let's career? do. Um, for the let's do. Let's do a new Macari song. Um, it's off of our latest EP, Mend. It's called Let Go. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's a good best of both worlds. Um, I don't want to like shove too much music in your face, but I'm also in a band called Termina. It's more deathcore heavy. And then uh, Wanders. If you like pop punk and and stuff like that, please check it out. There you go. Love it. Wander with with the V. Don't forget the Vanda. Yeah. Vanda Ba. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on this. Seriously, it, I consider this to be like a milestone and like something that I'm really proud of. Uh, just conversing with you today has been such a privilege. So I really appreciate it. Dude, Andy, thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So there it is with Andy Sizik. What a guy. What a voice. So many projects on the go. It's hard to keep track. In fact, I may have misspoke in the intro, but here it is. I'm going to set the record straight. There is a new Monuments song coming out tomorrow. It's called Dead Nest. Termina has a new song out right now. They also have a new album coming out April 9th. So yeah, check that out. That's coming up super soon pre-order that i am going to play some music from that in just a minute but before i go i want to thank you so much for tuning into this podcast it means everything to me if you like the show please go on itunes rate a review preferably five stars tell a friend tell a loved one join the all access club if you want to get in touch with me you always can my email address is leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. And thanks for all the support on Twitch as well. Please go on there and add me because there's so much cool stuff coming up like Jacoby from Papa Roach in less than two weeks. He will be on there hanging out with me. Super cool. Twitch.tv slash Shane told. All right. I'm going to leave you with two songs. I played some monuments in the intro, so I'm going to play Makari Let Go followed by Termina, The Edge of Time. Here they are. Some music from Andy Sizik on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love.
you next time.